you keep saying that. I don't think it will ever happen. You need, are you going to have guests on your podcast every weekend? No. Oh, really? Maybe every month. Uh, yeah, every let's make it like maybe. a monthly thing. Yeah, I think it's right. like a period. Yes, we already had this conversation. It's because it's a it's a Kells podcast. I think like the big characters in Kells will be brilliant yeah. on it. Yeah, like, yeah. Who, who like I suggest? don't know. Uh, Barry Farley. A hundred percent Barry Farley. What would we talk about? Oh, Barry, though? We don't know a, anything about football. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That's hard. Yeah, it we is. We don't know football stuff. I would be a bit awkward now talking um, to him because it'd be like obviously we can't talk to about to him about Kardashians. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I love the Kardashians. We can talk about Kardashians. Yeah. We could have one full podcast about can Kardashians. Can we actually talk about how much Chloe is gone with the birds? Like, she's gone. Come here, Kira. Listen to our last podcast. Oh, you yeah, have talked. Anna, you yeah. have you have addressed Sorry, that issue. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah, but no, we, we love talking about all of that. And we, we're just sitting here. We haven't even introduced our guest. Our first guest since the lockdown. Absolutely. It's been a year since we had anybody on. Who was our last guest before we introduced? Ricky, was it? Oh, Ricky. I, I wouldn't count him as a guest at this stage. We have the beautiful Natasha here with us today. So hey. excited to have you. Um, Natasha yourself. said, no yeah, yeah, introduce, introduce yourself. yourself. Okay. Um, yeah, actually introduce yourself, Natasha. Natasha O'Reilly. I went to school in Kells, so in Eureka, so... What a, what a time. What a, what a time. time. Um, you went to school with my sister, didn't you? I did. I went to school with Stephanie and we're still great pals. And one of her girls the same age as mine. So now time we'd see each other, catch up for a little chat. Shout out to Stephanie. Uh, she was supposed to be on the podcast today. She's too mortal. Steph, we're not impressed. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Are we that bad? She's not a podcaster. Are we? Well, clearly we are, Judo. We, we have, are now. We actually have a whole series. Well, yeah. We have to believe series. these things. We have to manifest this. Manifest, yeah. Manifestation is actually brilliant. It really is. Yeah, it is. And if you read that book, The Secret. Have you read it, Kira? I read that in college when yeah. I was like 19. Cannot remember a word of it now, but. But it has helped it. you in life. Definitely anything like that. You really like have to believe really to achieve. Yeah, you do. That's true. There's another book, isn't it? Believe. There is a second book. I, I'm not sure the, the name. Maybe but that's the one. Around. But like, believe. if you don't believe, there's no way you can work towards your goal. I actually listened to. Do you listen to Sinead Hegarty's podcast? Oh, here we go. Again. No. Oh, I did hear you say that on the last podcast. She's really good. On the last three podcasts, <laughs> yes. maybe. I'm like fucking advertising Sinead here. Well, like, I, I think like, advertise myself. She should be paying you at this stage. Honestly, I'm gonna get onto her and be like, "Here, you owe me endorsement. You, you owe me two hundred euro." If you can find um, I don't know it. a podcast or a book or anything that will just even get you through that day. Yeah, absolutely. Chats. <laughs> chats, yeah. It will just get you through, through that day yeah. and that alone, like that's got to be something. Yeah. Definitely. I actually noticed the other day I was in really shitty mood all week. And I was like, I have to do something to lift my spirits here because I'm like a fucking demon around the place. Yeah. So I put on that manifest and podcast and it really helped me. I felt so positive the next day when I woke up because I listened to it when I was going to bed. What did you learn from that episode? Um, you really have to believe in yourself, which is the main thing for manifesting. You have to believe in yourself before mm. you can manifest what you want. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm only learning how to do that now. Yeah, me too. Well, Definitely. I wanted to set up a business for a long time. Yeah. Which was, like, I love organising at home. All my friends even would say, will you please sort my wardrobe work? Help me with this. And so many people were saying for so long. 
you need to set up this business. Yeah. I'm like, I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid. Yeah. And I actually went to a medium and she said, your granddad is telling you he sees colour coordinating and you keep saying to yourself, that's not a real job, but you're passionate about it. And he sees it succeeding. And the week after that, I set up my own business page doing the closet clean, posted photos of like, people's wardrobes I cleaned previous to when I was even making any money from it. Yeah. And the amount of, like, clients who are friends of friends or people that are like, I just, I'm I'm having a new baby. I want you to just come in and put all the baby clothes away. Yeah. And for that, for me, is nearly like therapy. People Mm, hate. Absolutely. If if you hate doing it, why would you want to do it? So why would you not pay somebody to come in? You pay a cleaner to come in and clean your house. Loads of people pay cleaners. Tell you what, I could do it in my house. I was just about to say that. Like, honestly. (laughs) But my house as well, my wardrobes are upside down. They've seen mine. The stress. No, Kira, you haven't seen my wardrobes lately. Since we moved to that house. Kira, they're terrible. Well, wardrobe is, like, clothes are, like, the biggest passion I love doing clothes oh my god and I, I wish think, I did I think looking through what other people wear as well is like wow this is so interesting mm. and people's styles and stuff like that and then when you're doing the baby clothes on like the thrill you get from folding them tiny little vest and seeing all them colour coordinated and do the mammies do you do you? I probably do yeah <laughs> but then the new mammies come in come no, in and they're do. like Oh my god, I'm completely ready for this baby now. All the nappies are here, all so this they is feel here. A bit more at so ease they too. feel more at ease because they're they might be working full time, they're dreading it. Yeah, of um, course. But if you're the, nine months pregnant, the last thing you want to do is start sorting out a fucking wardrobe. Yeah. wardrobe yeah, it's actually absolutely. great to have somebody. Whereas yeah, for me, available. I feel like it's relaxing. For you me. love it, you enjoy and it. And everyone has a job like that where other people will be like, That sounds like my worst nightmare and yeah. other people are like, Oh, I love it. Like ironing. Some people love ironing, they find do. it really relaxing. Like, I, 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 do you like ironing? I do. I, I actually don't mind I it. Do. I ironed my jeans today. Didn't do a great job, but I. Uh, it took me about ten minutes to do it, and I was like, "What the fuck? No, thanks, not for me." Especially all the kids' clothes, like having it all ironed perfect and folded. That's so my mom. My mom is like that. She irons my like Mila's knickers. Like yeah, th- everything. That, that's someone that needs therapy. <laughs> Anyone, <laughs> mom, that's that ironing therapy. underwear, knickers, <laughs> it's, it's and, and like bed sheets and everything. She irons yes. everything. Uh, okay, uh, that's, that's one test. That's, that's OCD. That's, no, um, that's on another level. Uh, like ironing, like kids and jumpers like and stuff. Woman, no, huh? What'd you say? I'll just like super woman. Oh, but she's. I don't know. Like, how is she so energetic? Like, what? I don't know. What well, I, I think all mums would put. Like us younger generation yeah. moms to, to shame. shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so like I know that my mother would be anyway. I don't know. There, there's something about them, right? They, I'm sure they do get tired. But I, I can honestly t- say this to you now that my mother never, she never like takes a nap or looks tired or says, "Oh, I'm really tired today." I never heard my mom say, "I'm tired." No, Whereas I constantly say I'm so tired yeah, to her. Well, Did you ever I, see the film Bad Moms? <laughs> that that's like possibly us three. Yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> it Sunday for me, but you two are already there. <laughs> uh, only because we have children. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm but, like a bad aunt. But yes, <laughs> I haven't. What I, I actually need to see it. It's on Netflix, isn't it? 
Yeah, but it's so funny because what we're talking about now and their mothers are so like, well, one of the mothers, the grannies, is so perfect and whatever she does is not good enough. And it's like Christmas time. It sings bad moms too. They come at Christmas. But yeah. the whole house, it just, it's a, it's very good to watch. It's a good Christmas film. It is a great Christmas but film. But it's the summer now, so. Um, definitely so worth it. Maybe wait till Christmas. But uh, it just, when people put up even on Facebook or Snapchat or something, like about their kid having a tantrum or whatever, you kind of have to laugh because you're like, I've, I've been there. Yeah. And thank God someone's been honest about it. Yeah, yeah I like to yeah. see that. Because um, I know, um, is it Rosanna Davison just had sh- twins? Oh, and she's pu- yeah. she puts up on her Instagram all the time, like, how they, like she always looks perfect and she's absolutely stunning. But then she's like baby sick on her and she's yeah, like, which is we are happens. absolutely exhausted. So she's showing herself like obviously very glam some days because she has to be. And then she's showing her in mom mode, like I have baby sick on me. I'm looking after twins. We haven't slept in days. And it's just a realistic. twins. Yeah, twins would be pretty hard. Like, I think one baby's tough. My cousin had twins, actually, last week. They're week old today. The oh, week old today. And, and they're a boy and a girl. And oh they're just my God. so I don't know they're though. Aren't they they are just oh. so perfect. So perfect. But if I had twins, I think I would... I, I don't know how... How, how do people manage? What about triplets? Oh, like, triplets. surely you would... Like, if you had twins, you and your mom would have to be the moms. Definitely. Uh, uh, it would be that in my oh, case. Yeah, um, Me oh, and my mum would be the moms because mm-hmm. I could only be a mom to one. Yeah. Realistically. Me and my mum are already Imagine like that Imagine being your own familiar with octoplets. <laughs> yeah. Eight babies. Yeah. I possibly could be selling That's them or video. That's like a decade of kids in one. Wow. Oh, no. Good luck. I Two would decades. just, I would not be okay. You would not see me for three years yeah definitely literally you wouldn't and then the pain like I know from my cousin the pain of growing them inside of her as well oh my god like you know how hard pregnancy is as well like you you're big and you're waddly and you're uncomfortable so imagine having two on your bladder like it would literally be a non-stop flow of pee yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm bad enough and I never had a child (laughs) well you are in in for a treat You're yeah. in for a treat. I was saying this to Amory today on the walk. I was like, I had to put on a liner because we're going on a big hike here. And I don't have the bladder for this crack. That's me when I run. What am I going to be like? I told you I can't run anymore. I'm not going to even have a bladder. I'm just going to be constantly pissing myself. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I feel for you. I feel for you. Yeah, you can't. Patrick Flaws. Apparently, that's what I'm doing it right Apparently. now. Apparently, so you haven't tried them. <laughs> you know what? The doctor rings you after and is like, you, you, "Have you been doing them? Have you them? been doing them?" And yeah, I'd sure. Like, I'm doing them right now as we speak. <laughs> I'm like, sure, I'm yeah, but um, no, I was pretty bad at doing them. Yeah, I was pretty I bad at doing them this giant. time after having Eva. So I went for a run. I told you this already on the last podcast, I think. Um, went for a run there a couple of weeks ago and fully peed myself oh. on the run. Yeah. On the run. Could you wow. see it? I was with Aoife Murphy and she didn't see because I was like this walking back with her and I had to ring Ray to collect me. I've never pissed myself. Have you not? <laughs> never, never, ever. And now, I a couple of dribbles when, like, when I was like heavily pregnant. But like, can I just say, not dribble. when I ran, it felt like dribbles. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is fine. Sure, whatever. And then when I stopped running, I was like, why am I so wet? And then I looked at my my parents it and I was It could be like soaked. a mixture of sweat, sweat. and wee. 
possibly <laughs> that's so like nice. that could happen <laughs> and then i had to get ray to collect me and i was like oh my god and he, he was like why from? from school so Eva was like oh, what's happening i was like oh i think ray's collecting me because we're going shops we're going shop food shopping. <laughs> and she's like, all right, okay, I'll see if you, you later. If you don't leave this on the podcast, I'm telling you from Murphy. I can just tell her. So she had kids too. I know, but I was kind of like, mortified. Oh, she's not, she didn't see my pants yet. <laughs> I don't want her to know because <laughs> I'm embarrassed. So I was like, uh, so I just had to think on the spot. I was like, all right, I'm just going to call Ray to collect me. He came down and he was like, why didn't you just walk with Aoife? Like, kind of rude. And I was like, oh, because... This is why. And he was like, oh my God, what happened? It's like, I got this really is scared. your fault. <laughs> this is your fault. You yeah. did this to me. Do you ever like, when you're when you're really heavily pregnant, do you ever look at your man and be like, I fucking hate you? No. No, you don't. I think there's like something really weird inside you that's like, oh, this is so amazing. Yeah. Although there's another part where it's like, this is so hard. Yeah. But then you get that like, my body is growing something. Yeah. Person, yeah. That we made together. There, there is something very magical about it. Yeah, the bond. But I don't think so much with my first. I don't think I felt like that with my first. But I more afraid. think with the other two, I was more, wow, this is something I will only experience so many times mm. in my life. That I was like that with me, like with my first. And with my second, I was not too impressed it with, just, with myself. Like, All right. <laughs> Well, just I was like, I'm pregnant again, like you know. Yeah. But and then second time, I was more scared. I was the opposite. Okay. I was the other way around because of your. Labor. I already knew, because I already knew what, what's what, coming. What's coming? Whereas the first time, do you remember me? Yeah, I'm so excited. Can't I'm just wait. Pop this out. No, I can't wait to feel the pain. Remember, I said that you were like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Honestly, you're going to be in so much pain. And I was like, I'm interested to find out how bad it gets. I think we're innocent to the fact of what's actually going to happen to us yeah and i remember saying i'm not going to do it with drugs i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and Just when gas and air gas and air yeah i love and gas, the gas and air and the gas and air actually made me vomit like did it it made me just keep getting sick so i was like this is not going to work for me give me the epidural any day yeah with my second i was very much like I'm going in here. The minute I get in this door, epidural. they're they're giving me the epidural like yeah. it's happening. I hate I hated getting it though. Why that was very sore that? for me. Do you know what that is? That's just pressure from society to tell you. You know, you should try and do it naturally. Yeah. No, but some women don't it have is. enough time to get the epidural. Well, yeah. that well, this has happened to me second time. So I got in the door and I was like. I don't want to do it without epidural because last time the epidural wore off and it was excruciating at the end. Yeah. I don't want to feel that kind of pain. So the so the second time I was at the door, I was like, you know, I want the epidural like straight away. Didn't have time. Um, I had her completely naturally, a little bit of gas and air at the end. Thankfully, it didn't get, make me get sick this time, but I was in that much pain. I needed something. Yeah. And then I give birth to a 10 pound, eight and a half monster. Oh my God. Holy shit. With some gas and air. Well, like, my mother had seven kids and I not know, one epidural. I know. Same what? with my mother. Had five, not with one. not one epidural. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just be like my mom and it'll just fly out just and pop it'll be it. grand. But I'm sure the last one just popped out. Like seven kids. Yeah. Now, after having Cara, who was obviously £10, eight and a half, I swore I would never have any other babies. Like, I legit could not walk for 
three weeks afterwards. Like I walked, but like the pain, the pain. So I feel like you're inside. Shout out to any woman out there that is like loving the pain down there because. Oh, I just love when women say, "I love being pregnant." Are you one of those women? Mm, No. I hated being pregnant. I, I like don't get me no, wrong. I'm, I'm not. I'm neither. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't love it. I'm just in the middle. Yeah, kind it's of just trying to that you know, you're in it, so you have to. Yeah, be. yeah, exactly. Stay positive. Stay positive. It's I, worth yeah. it. Yes, yes. That's well, how I felt. I was like, okay, this is amazing. I'm growing a human. You know, yeah, that, those kind of, of feelings. But I wasn't like, oh, I love it. We'll yeah. do it again ten more times. No. Well, my <laughs> my third um, pregnancy. Then I was like. How am I going to do this all over again? Like yeah. I don't know mentally how I'm going to give birth again, again, and if it's going to be another big baby. Um, so I I got a section on yeah. the third go, and I think it was the Thursday before I had her, and um, they scanned me and they're like, "Your baby's only like six and a half pound. You can do this. Like honestly, you don't need a section. Like you could just go naturally." And I was like, I'm terrified. I got so many stitches there on my second mm-hmm. that like I can't ch- chance mm-hmm. like going through this again. Um, and they they did they give me the section say on the Monday, mm-hmm. and she came out eight pound fourteen. She put on that much weight. And- well, did she put on that much weight? Because do the doctors really know? Like no, you know, sure. they can't weigh own, the baby inside. You know your own body. I think, yeah, don't yeah. you? Yeah, definitely. And I knew that it, there was no way this baby was going to come out six and a half pounds. <laughs> yeah. And I just didn't want the risk of having to get stitched up yeah, again. Yeah, of course. Sorry for anybody who's listening. That's like yuck. But that's mm, uh, reality. That's reality. Yeah, we, like, we go through so much. But come here, how did you find the recovery with the, sorry, with the middle one? The section. Brilliant. What? Absolutely amazing. Like, absolutely amazing. I'm amazed by these things. I always used to talk to you about these when you're pregnant. I'd be like, (laughs) really? I I found the recovery amazing. And some of my friends, like, one of my closest friends, Sarah Campbell, uh, Sarah Flanagan now because she's married um, she had a section about six weeks before I had mine and she told me how hard it was and I ended we up, should get her on the pod yeah oh yeah she, she would be great and Leanne her sister oh my love god her. they would just say it as it is we should get the two of them on the pod they because would, they would they're be so brilliant. much fun yeah, yeah. sorry I interrupted you um, so uh, Sarah said how hard the recovery was they ended up not telling anybody I was having a section not even my parents. I just went and done it on my own. Yeah. And I was so pleasantly surprised that after having such a traumatic birth with my second, like even Benny, like he was And did you plan the third one? I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you mad bitch. I, but I did. I have to give birth to a 10 pounder, would you be well? I did. I always knew I wanted three. And I think that was a part of me. The gap was getting more and more. And I was like, do mm-hmm. I, don't I? I think it's time to decide because I didn't want to have kids young and have kids old. I just wanted to do it, do it all, all together. Yeah. I didn't want to do this. And did you find out on the three of them, like who you were having? No. So, yeah, three girls. Three girls. Three girls. How did I get so lucky? Absolutely. Yeah. How sisters. did I get so lucky? Honest it's perfection. God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think of when they're older. Like, yeah. The bond that me and my two sisters have is like, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. I'm yeah. sure with yours Absolutely. as well. 
you like obviously you have your fights and your arguments. Oh, but, but that's what sisters do. If there's somebody I need to tell something to, it's straight away my sisters before any of my other mm. friends. Yeah, that's because nice. they get you on a whole new level. Yeah, and I think since this COVID thing happened. It shows how close you are to your family. I'm sure you with your mom, yeah. you with your family. It just shows that kind of, I know this sounds selfish, in it, but no one really else is important. Yeah. Well, that's true. Bar I mean, your when shit hits the fan, the only thing that's important is your family. Family, and absolutely. And healthy and... And do you know what? If there's friends out there that are there for the ride and are your kind of backbone, even better. Yeah. But if you have no one else, you have your family. That's and that's... So popular today. That's crazy important for anybody yeah. and that's what I love about having three girls yeah. is that regardless what Plus, happens they'll mind life, you when you're old men yeah. won't I like to think so yeah. I like to think so that's what my mother always says she's like thank god I had a girl because Lauren's gonna mind her probably won't be me or Stephanie or I think daughters is just different to sons like my husband is all boys like his mother only had sons and like don't get me wrong they're so good for her they really are but it's not the same bond as she if she had daughters I'm yes. sure I'm delighted to have daughters I'm so yes, happy so happy yeah. I, I know you were dreading in case you were having a boy yeah no names for them or anything I'm just not ready for a boy I just don't want a boy no I don't I'm a girl's I girl when I, I was expecting girls. the second time I was like this better be a girl yeah. <laughs> better be a girl I think there's always a part of me that feels guilty for Benny that oh, he'll never have a I son know. like and uh, well never say never but yeah. like <laughs> if there is a part of me that is like kind of want to go again <laughs> look Maybe never we'll say never how yeah. old is your youngest my youngest is two and a half oh, and she age. is the that's craziest yeah. personality oh, she's like so it's not much between her and Anya yeah and uh, just the craziest personality and the entertainer of the house that I feel like she is the baby like, she couldn't be replaced as the baby because yeah. she's... But, but that's what happens. But maybe that's what happens because they were all the baby. And then when the other baby, baby comes along, you're like, oh, another one. Yeah. And then you love them just as much. Oh, yeah. it's just, she, she's a great age and she's a great personality. And the girls are, it's two and eight months and two and 11 months. So they're, like, spread out as in, I could, like, manage. But at the same time, they're close enough that they have their little bond. As well. yeah. So I think it's really important. What age is it between? Uh, two years and eight months and two and 11 months. So just under three years. So Ava is now eight, Cara is five and Emily is two and a half. Oh, that's grand. So they're, they're great ages, I have to say. But um, yeah, the section, the recovery ended up being much, much better. Well, so, I know if Steffi was here now because I was there. Um, she would say that giving birth naturally was so much better for her. Yes. Because her recovery from the C-section that. was... Horrendous. Really bad. Yeah. In comparison to just having the baby naturally. And Jackie's pregnant now and she had a section with Cameron, but that's because she was she went through like 18 hours of labour. Of labour, yes. And then at the end they said, right, there's something wrong here, we have to go in and take the baby out. So then they had to do an emergency C-section. Of course. So she was like knocked out, hadn't a clue what was going on. Well, that's horrendous. Cameron for emergency. like five hours once he was born. And she said this time she's really hoping to just go natural. She was like, because the woman across from her was after having a baby too, but she had it naturally. Yeah. Up walking around, not fucking bothering. She goes, and I was in bits. She was like, I was so bad that like when I tried to breastfeed, it was actually too sore to do to anything. even try it properly to, to because the pressure that was on her stomach. 
But I think a massive um, part of a section as well, if you're getting an emergency section, it's not the same. Your muscle is different. Your muscle is tense if you're after being in 18 hours of labour. Like when I had Cara, who was my second, I literally was going around with a urine bag. So like I'd had a section, I couldn't walk. The pain was excruciating. I had to get Benny to try and bring me into a shower just to hold me. And then when I had the section the next time, for me, it was a complete game changer. And this, this is it now. I'm done. I'm done giving birth naturally. I am a C-section person. Yes, yeah. Why did I not I'm do like, this for Next, you just get Sarah. <laughs> Good idea. Um, but but honestly, I was shitting it. I really was. Getting mm. the section, I was nervous. Sarah just got one. She said the recovery was horrendous. But I got... Um, but you probably weren't as nervous as if you were going to be, as if you were actually going to give birth naturally. If I was going to give yeah. birth naturally... You probably weren't as nervous knowing that you were getting I, sex. I think I would have died if I had to give birth naturally. Because I, I, it wasn't... Out. It wasn't... I knew that I couldn't go down that route. Was like, mentally. Babies, was all your babies that big? Uh, nine. Nine, three was my first. Ten, eight and a half. And then eight, Jesus. fourteen. But A14, two weeks early. Oh. Two weeks early. How big was the girls? Eight. That still was quite Mm -hmm. big though as well. Yeah, Yeah, it's still big. I think I was only like six and a half. What were you? Me? When you were born. I don't know, Kira. What? I was nine. I was nine. (laughs) And I think Benny was... From mama. (laughs) I think Benny was like a big eight as well. Yeah. So, genetically, they were going to be bigger. They were going to be bigger. But, um, yeah, I have to say, that's just my experience. And I know any other mom will say about their experience with a section was so so hard and mm-hmm. big up to them like they're absolutely amazing but for me it, that just wasn't the case yeah but I think Everybody's that's because different. yeah I had such different. a bad time my second time that that was it was just even Benny said like she just get that baby handed to you and not see you in so much pain or like I had a terrible delivery in the sense that her head came and her shoulders didn't so okay. it was a big weight for her shoulders. And Benny said that was really traumatising at one stage because I Jesus, wasn't sure what can't was going... I can't even anything, never mind looking at something Exactly. Like that. And he said, I don't know, I didn't know at that stage what was going to happen to both of you. Um, so that was really scary for him. But then third time round, they obviously cut me open and hand Benny the baby. And they're um, like, here, daddy, uh, mommy is going to recovery and daddy and baby is going to go upstairs and daddy's going to feed. And Benny's like... Wow, well, why didn't we, we can do, do that again? <laughs> yeah, why, why didn't that happen last time? And he, it was just a nice experience for both of us. And yeah, again, I'm not saying that's for everyone that got a section. Some people, you know what, they just pop them out. Some people are just so amazing that they, they can love the pain and they can do it. And wow, amazingly like, brilliant. I remember... But for me, it was never like that. I, yeah. And I think with Cara, I had such everything went downhill after having her that I couldn't do that to my body any, ever again. Yeah. Really. So if you were to have another one you'd be section all the way? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, that sounds a little bit like easy way out. No, it doesn't. It's whatever suits you like. I just don't think I could I don't think that people understand it. how traumatising it can be. Yeah. Because they, maybe they not that they had an easy birth or whatever yeah. because it's never easy to birth a child. But I do think that Sometimes it's a little more traumatizing for other people, absolutely. Especially when the baby's well, I got in- induction the first two times, 
So knowing that you're going through induction and not knowing how long you're going to be. Plus, there's another babies. Scary. How come they didn't just come on their own? Like, that amazes they me. Just they just want to grow Like, forever. they were both late, so they were both induced. Like, how Cara did not just Pop walk it. out. <laughs> like, really, she should have been. Because the pain, like, down there, was I was walking, I was like, this baby's going to come any day. And I'm like, always so amazed by this. Ten days later, like, still not. Like, she should have, the water should have broke or something. Yeah. But nothing But they shouldn't really happened. leave you that long either. Like, a baby grows the quickest in the last... Well, like, they were, they didn't know, literally, until I give birth to her head, and they were like, well, this baby's, like, a little bit stuck, so it's bigger than we thought. So it wasn't until I was in labour till they knew how big she was. Um, I went to Drada. But look, I think it's one of those things. It's also a thing. Some people have really bad experiences as well. Some people have the best. I don't think it matters where you go hospital-wise. Because if something bad is going to happen to you, it's going to happen to you in any hospital. It's not the staff's fault every time. Don't get me wrong. There's things that happen that maybe shouldn't happen. But... I don't think it matters where you go because there's bad experience and good experience no matter what hospital you go to. Um, and I think it's Which just hospital down, did you go to? I went to Drogheda. Drogheda. Yeah, I went to Drogheda. Yeah, but, but I think... Drogheda. I think people just... If you have a good experience, bad experience... You'll go back, obviously, yeah. if, if then, you have a good experience. You're then, not going to not go back there. Like, if I had a good experience in Drogheda, I would have went back. Yeah. But you went to Cavanagh, didn't you? Yeah, and I had a good, a good That's experience. That's where Jackie went with Cameron. That's where she But then get. I heard horror somebody stories. who had awful experience in Cavanagh yeah, exactly. recently. So you hear horror stories no matter where you go. And yes. that's just simply it. Yeah, absolutely. My mum was telling me, right, that when Stephanie was born, she was in labour for, like, 12 hours or okay. some shit like that Connor was born and she was like horrendous every hours I came half an hour yeah and then they come quicker after half that half an hour I popped out she was like I barely made it to the hospital and you came out and after that just just bang 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 there you go Julia bang 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 just literally or as Cameron said you, bangers 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 you won't um, <laughs> you won't make it to the hospital next time so next time Julia's done. I'm I know finished. Julia's done. Julia, you, you know it. You have a wedding coming up. So what are we talking about today, ladies? I think we just talked about it. Well, no, we have, we're talking about other things today. We're talking about the housing situation. Well, I don't have a house, apart from my mother's, so. And how do you find that, like, being a single person that, that lives at home? Well, Would you I'd like the option of... Well, not now because I'm going away, but when I didn't think that I was going to go away, I definitely was looking into rent. Yeah. And even and how just house share. House share. Well, like, why is there not more house? Like, you know, in the UK, there's massive amount of yes. house sharing. It's just not popular. So, in like, a big apartment, yeah, and they have a sharing kitchen, and you all have your own bedroom and bathroom. Um, why is that not here? It makes no because sense. Because they love exploiting people and having to pay so much for a house that they can just charge you whatever you want. Like, you think about it. Like, if you live up in Dublin, you're paying the minimum of 1600 a month. Minimum. Yes. For a tiny little apartment. A room. Just a room. Yeah, for a room. Yeah. And, like, I know you're paying for location, but surely, like, a mortgage on a place like that is probably about five or 600 euros a month. Yeah. Like well, it's extortionate, like, it what is. they're doing. It is. Getting on to mortgages, if, like, you were to get a mortgage, anyone's to get a mortgage, like, the price you would pay on a mortgage would be less than the price you pay on rent. 
Definitely. But yet they don't want to give any of us a mortgage. Yeah, it's very difficult to get a mortgage. So why... Like, for myself and Ray are self-employed. Like, for us to get a mortgage... Like, it is difficult as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And your girl, you know your girls will hold you back a lot. Yeah. So they take about 18... The dependence, is it? They take about 18 to 20,000 off each child you have. Yeah. So say you're allowed to borrow 200 grand mm-hmm. um, and they take, say, 40,000 off that. So that's yeah. a big chunk. Yeah. Because you have kids. Because you have kids. Isn't that crazy? Would you believe that? If you're married, it's another thing. Like, just say you're not married yet. Yeah. Ray could go out on his own with his own wage and get a mortgage for 200,000. So why am no I getting issues? Why am I getting married? <laughs> Honestly, do you just really think about this? No, clearly not. Maybe just get a mortgage before you get married. <laughs> I only isn't have there, a month left. Isn't there a Netflix thing? Mortgage or marriage? Oh, I never I saw that. I haven't seen it. Well, I should have watched it before he proposed. And I would have said... I think no marriage. Point. I say yes to mortgage. I should have said to Ray. <laughs> yeah. When well, he proposed look. to me. It's the deposit thing again, isn't it? Like when it comes yeah. to a house. Oh. Whatever about you having the money to afford your monthly repayments, which I think most people do that, that are employed. Between, like yeah. you're paying twelve hundred in rent. How can you not pay seven hundred for a mortgage? I no. do like it's not beyond know. belief like. I don't understand it. Like we um we applied for a mortgage a long time ago. Yeah. Um we seen a house that we loved and we were going to buy and at the time it was very cheap I think a hundred thousand like mm-hmm. you don't buy a house in Kelts that anymore um, and we got all the paperwork together and everything was perfect we had the 10% and we had all this and um, the, it was working out the mortgage repayments were going to be 400 euro a month and they reckoned that we because we had Didn't we qualify. only had one child at the time we wouldn't qualify for paying 400 euro a month. I mean, come on. And at the time we were paying rent of 700 euro a month. How long were you renting for? Seven years. Look at that, really. They really should take that into consideration. They told us if we rented for another year, they'd consider us. And it was, we rented for another year and then accidentally we had Cara and we got married and we put it on the back. Accidentally, like... You've had a baby, like... Well, we had a baby, but... It shouldn't affect us at work. We, we had a baby, and then we said, look, we'll go back to it. And they said, um, it was it was bad to know again. So we put uh, we put life on hold for a good while to get this mortgage. Yeah. And when we had the, like, final, n- just definitely not, I don't care how much savings you have, like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a mortgage. Um, that's when we ended up having Emily because we were like, it's... What's the point in waiting? We then? can't wait to have our family complete if no one is... If we keep getting rejected yeah, for a mortgage. It's, really, it's, a, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. Now, oh. luckily for us, things ended up working out in the end. Yeah. Um, and we end up building an unconventional house as such. And we're very happy and it's... It's spacious. It worked and out. it worked out, but... It worked out for us. Who, but we, our circumstances are so different. You're basically what you're doing when you are renting out of an apartment or a house or whatever. You're basically you're working to pay for rent. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, like you haven't got. Like I've done it. I've done it, but not a bean. You don't have life, and that's the thing about renting as well. Like I felt like when we rented, we. We didn't have the half scheme. I don't think that was even around then. Mm-hmm. And our rent was going up and up every year. Yep. And 
one like Benny said one year like we have our savings that's never going to go any higher if our rent is 1200 euro it's very hard to we're save. not going to save any more than we already have because we're spending it all on rent mm. um, and we're not going to be able to go on holidays or do anything or have fun anything. days out you're not, you're not going to have a life you're so not, you're just working do you know working, what happens working, in Ireland right? working. minimum wage is shit well yeah. yeah minimum wage is shit the cost of living is just going up and up yeah. they expect you to be able to rent show that you're renting you can pay back a uh, your mortgage for a certain amount but still have savings even though you're on like even if you have a good job you're still on shit Shit enough money it's not like it's not like in Australia let's say the cost of living is so high Mm -hmm. but But your pay is high yeah yeah yeah. well the thing is at the minute right we don't get paid well enough but the house prices have gone up so much and none of us like yours and Ray's um like weekly wages combined would never even make enough to be able to afford a house that's say 300,000 yeah. in Kells. Yeah, like impossible. there's no way in ha- you have to be a doctor to be able to yeah. afford a house like that in the yeah. first place. And that house could drop in 10 years time yeah. or 5 years time and it could you be 150,000 yeah. but you're still stuck there paying a 300,000 mortgage. So wrong. It's so wrong. And like it's amazing now they've built council house here in Kells yeah. and I think it's absolutely brilliant. So fair play to anybody that's after getting one. Um, but what about the people that are in the middle? Like, mm-hmm. we can afford to pay our rent, we can afford to keep living, um, but we can't afford to get a deposit. Why is there no rent-to-buy scheme? Yeah. Well, is that something you would avail of if it was there? If there was a new housing estate, you rented for five years, and that five years was your deposit to keep the house. Like, why don't they do that anymore? They used to do that. Did like, they? Yeah, like oh, 10, 15 they years do have ago. They that now. Where though? BOI rent to buy, but I don't know if if it's a case where you get the house now and you can rent. But is that not an agreement with the with I the landlord? It could be if you're already in that house for so long. Yeah, mm. you have that behind you now, so that's your basically your deposit. Like I don't know. I don't know anything do we do, about this. I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't I'm not really a mortgage advisor, so I don't know, but. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I do know that we have a rent by scheme. But how much money do you have to be earning to be on that scheme? Having a clue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, they there's could always say, there's always a catch. <laughs> there is always a catch. Not that easy. I notice a lot of young people now who, like, obviously, that either have families like yourself, Julie, yeah. and myself, or there's young people that maybe don't have families and not having a family because of this situation yeah which is it really affects which people. really affects people as yeah. well or might not get a mar- get married if they want to get married because of the situation like if we get married we're what we're just going to keep living at home like it's it's just a very and it can affect you mentally as mentally, well you're stuck I think yeah. stuck. I think for men as well like and we have yeah. to think of they men feel like they're failing you then men's mental health is massive now in Ireland yeah. And I think men still always want to be that the provider, the macho man. And that can be really hard on a man when they think, how, I, how am I trying so hard um, and I'm working so hard yeah. that I can't support my family by yeah. buying them a house. But there was, I was saying this to you earlier, apparently on one of the news stations a couple of weeks ago, they had... Um, people between the ages of 21 and 35 now like only 80% of them well 20% of them will own 
but a big 80% will never own a house. Yeah. Never, ever. But that's, why do you think that is? Like, that's yeah. definitely... Is it the banks? Is it the, the Mead County Council or all the county councils, the government? It's, they're making probably it impossible a, for a people A huge portion to... of it is, is that because rent is so high, people are pumping money into society. Like, yeah. But it, it suits them that, you know, that people are paying 1200 1400 for a house in Kells yeah. that they don't, they'll never own. It's just money down the swanee basically is what it is mm-hmm. but why are they not capping this rate why are, because why are they them. not capping it like, do, do you think They're that this money. do you like do you really think that it's because it's for the people's benefit it's well, not realistically no. you hear lots of people now because the rent is so ridiculously high people home. are people are yeah people are moving home or people are entitled to this hap program now the government is giving out so much money on this hap program if they cap the rent at say like when I started paying rent was seven hundred, if they cap the rent to seven hundred, everyone would be able to afford to pay that, and the government wouldn't have to pump more money into it. Yeah, yeah. And they could pump more money into social housing. Yeah. Instead of pumping money into the likes of the kind of halfway people who who can afford to pay seven or eight hundred euros, like rent. medium to good jobs, like who still yeah. can't afford to get their own mortgage. Yeah. No, it's it's. It confuses They're me. They're the people who are struggling. Yeah. Like, it's the people that are paying, like, tax that are on good money, but not extremely good money. Yeah. yeah. I think They're it's really like, getting screwed. It's yes. like middle of the ground people. We are getting screwed. Obviously, the people that don't, like, maybe work or don't have jobs, they are available to get a housing scheme or whatever. Yeah. Like there is there is exceptions to the rule. There's reasons why people can't work or whatever. But for people that can work, they just choose not to. That's what annoys me. Yeah, no. I, I think saying. like I can see it does upset you, and there yeah. has been times where I've felt very much like that. Oh, like upset over the fact that my how my have I how have I tried is. so hard and failed, and it, it can upset you, and it shouldn't upset us that other people are. Are getting more. We getting should, on, yeah. Are getting on. I think there should be something for everyone. And I know mm. for me, like, I want to have my own property for my children's sake. That mm. I wouldn't have to move every time the landlord decides that he wants to sell up, up the rent or up the rent. Yeah. And it's security home. for your kids. Whereas, is the, is the Mead County Council, like, they're, it's great. They've built loads of council houses and it's brilliant. But what about the likes of just us in between? Like, what are you going to do to help us? Yeah. What are you going to do? What kind of scheme are you going to put there in place? There has to be a scheme. That you're going to help us with young families that want to get on the property market and don't necessarily belong in that council estate bracket. Yeah. Not for any bad reasons or anything. Just as in you're both employed. It's because you're, you you can afford to own your own home. You of just, course. You just can't get the savings together. Or they won't give you the mortgage for whatever. For whatever reason. reason. Maybe you're self-employed and it's... Ma- self-employed, like, you know, that's a massive yeah, I know. problem at the minute. Wh- why is it so difficult though? Like, why are they making it so difficult? I don't Because understand. they don't see your job as... Um, as stable. St- stable for yeah. some crazy like you, well, yeah, well, we have to be morning. We have to be in business for a minimum of two years to okay. even apply. So, like... For example, Ray started and then, this like, cafe. Yeah. But your he, boobs have to be immaculate. immaculate like you have to be yeah. making a serious turnover. And you yeah. have to prove that like that you can... I'm getting enough pay. money to pay this back. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know um, people building granny flats onto the side of their houses or... 
Um, mobile homes. Or yes, there are people, other ways. There's of doing other that. options where people are kind of desperate. That they're like, I. They're thinking about. I will live on a mobile last home. Last year, that you can't build on land now unless you're farming the land. Yeah, so the Meath County Council... What? So most people are doing their plan of mission at the minute before the rules before it change. Comes in. It's in like so I think October, you have to own 30-something acres before even applying to build a house. Yeah. Plus, uh, uh, I think the, the rule is, is that if like you're building on your father's land or whatever, yeah. you have to prove that you are working on that land to be able to build your own house. Why? Come on. Why does it matter? That's what I'm saying. They just, they make they it make it up so as they go. Hard. And they make it up as they go. And then, like, there's a certain kind of house. You can have a certain kind of style. And you can't have a dorma bungalow anymore because that doesn't look right. And, like, tell you what, this wouldn't happen in Germany. <laughs> oh, they'd be all, like, different houses all over oh, the no, place. Oh, no, no, no. I always tell you this, don't I? <laughs> no, I always tell you this story. About Germany. The insurance. The insurance. Up. Here we go. German insurance. I'm here we go it, again. But they had the right fucking idea, didn't they? Oh. So the insurance in Germany, the car insurance went up. And right. Do you know what they did? What? They parked their cars on the streets. They didn't move them until they put the insurance back in. We should do that. What yeah. should we do? Like, we should sleep out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all I'm, sleep I'm outside. Fucking sleeping in a tent in the middle of the street. And what are you gonna do about it? We're taking a little break. We're eating. Like I, I was saying to you, you spend so many years giving out about your body. Oh, this is not right and this is not right. But, like, my body has made children and yeah. it's keeping me alive and it's and never let me down. failed me yet. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't failed me yet. Yeah. And when it does, maybe I should make some changes. <laughs> maybe then. Maybe then. Well, my stomach is kind of failing me these days. Is it? What's wrong with yeah, you? I don't know. I think I'm dying. Are you pooping yourself? No, I'm dying. Oh, like I'm ten years guys now. I'll be dead in the next. Do you need like a laxative or something? Maybe? No, the opposite. Oh, okay. I'm taking fucking vitamins and all this shit. Can't control myself. Yeah, but maybe that's a good thing. Like getting rid of waste can make you some somewhat skinny. No, <laughs> I, I, I think like I'm dying on no, the inside. No, no, I think it's just it's a big change in your diet. You know, I've never been a very unhealthy person. Like I wouldn't have. Sat and ate shit. Well, Kira, you have started exercising. Yeah, but a lot five more. Weeks ago. Why is it only affecting me now? Well, maybe that's the way it works. Listen, I don't know. We have to get Ray on this podcast, but he wouldn't be on it because he he's be too on. shy. Come here, that was already like that. What? I'm not going to lie. What? It's cracked. Is it? <laughs> well, just mind your lips. No, I'm yeah. just saying. Kira's just drinking wine saying. from a cracked wine glass. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous. Wine. Nice, yeah. nice, yeah. I like white wine. Like, wouldn't do. be a big red. Would you not? No. I love red wine, I do. That's, I just love it. I do, see it as grape juice. One? The first time I met Julia, she came to my house. We were friends because we started working the bike together. I heard this story in the last podcast. Did you? <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And she <laughs> came down and she was drinking red wine before she came down because, you know, the nerves were out because... She was coming to I your, was to your really posh yeah. house, yeah. I was and so she, excited you know, she was to so meet them. nervous to meet up at me and be like, oh my God, I have a new friend. Yeah, I was excited to be friends with you for the right reasons, she obviously. She was drinking red wine with Madge. She comes down to me, we start drinking white wine. Because she oh. never told me she was drinking red wine. But apparently it's okay to mix white and red. Okay. I just drank well, it way too not, fast. You were in the toilet puking after No, it, I just drank it way too fast in your house. But I love my red wine. I see it's it so as good. just something that's... Like, it's just like, it's healthy. 
It's grapes. It's great. When did you start liking wine? So um, my parents drink wine every Friday. She was 12. And we have wine Fridays every okay. Friday. Every with, Friday still? Yeah, still it's like a tradition. Okay. Uh, with some pizza or whatever, grapes and cheese, you know, yourself. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So, so basically I blame Olga for my obsession with wine. wine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure me and Kira had a, a different upbringing as in the nagging into a bottle of Club Orange yeah. or something. No, I've been there too, of course. <laughs> if I was drinking the girl's house and I was after bringing a heavy drink with me and I'd be like, we're going to the pub now. I'm bringing this with me. I'm yeah. just keep topping up. Yeah. Like I will buy drink and I will spend money, like nothing to do it. Yeah. Just waste not what not. That just yeah. goes to show the like single person in you. The, yeah. Like you only have to worry about yourself. Because when you I be I'll be dying tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. when I go out now, I'm like, have a couple of drinks in the house and then go out. That I'm like, I never get to come here. That I am paying full price for a vodka and whatever. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's so different. Whereas if I was out every weekend, like I was when I was 21 or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever drink is in the bag, but my God, the next day. How, like I used to go and do a night out and go into work and everything. Yeah. Okay, so if I drink on Saturday, like if it's a really heavy night of drinking, I won't be okay by, until Wednesday. Like, I, I need a, about Gina, four days. We've, we've had nights. And you have to go up with two kids, and you'd be flying. Not fucking bothering you. You'd be what are you lying for? Because you'd be sending me pictures that night of you with a bottle of beer or something, and I'd be like the dirty bitch. I'd Excuse be purple. Me? I'd be puking all day. Oh, but I mean mentally, I won't be okay till Wednesday. Oh, mentally. To do different. any I, any house like work. I'm you, Julia. Like I, I'm mentally dying, not physically. I literally like if Benny had a hangover, he it would literally be twenty four hours in bed. Like he just needs to sleep it off. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm getting up, I feel dreadful, but the kids need cereal, or the kids need breakfast, or they want to, Mommy, you make lovely pancakes. And it's like, oh, God, oh, God. like, you literally just talk your way through it. And by the end literally. of the day, you're like, wow, wow, that is amazing that I got Managed. through that day while Benny was still in bed for the whole day. Yeah. Like, it's like, when That's do I get my day, hangover days? Yeah. You, no, we don't. We just don't. So it's like, you are hungover the way you used to be, but you just Have can't think it. about it the way you used to. And be. you know what? Thank God, because back in the day, I would stay in bed and I would, I would overthink everything. Whereas now, don't have time for that shit. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta go make pancakes for my kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you mix know? that batter up. Yeah. Like, and you have to smell the oil and just try and get yourself through it. Like, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you the pancakes. Yeah. But it's just like, it's it's a pain in the ass when you're dying, but it's the best distraction. Absolutely. And it keeps you going and it keeps your day somewhat normal. And compared do you, to not. Do you find you enjoy nights out when you get them then? Because you're like, they're so far apart like absolutely yeah I, when i'm out i'm like i'm out this is this is yeah. the best thing ever Same you know here. because you're you enjoy it so much more than even back in the day back in the day we, we went out every weekend yeah or like fucking thursday to, to to saturday type of thing like yeah. it was we drank so much we were out all the time we were and now like if i get to go out like on a night out where the kids are minded Say they're like in my mom's house, or and you don't have to collect them till tomorrow. Yeah, I love the dream. I love that. That is the dream. My mom is always like, collect them when you want. Like it doesn't have to be in the morning; could be in the afternoon. But I I collect them. Had a handy soul because they just dropped us up to my granny's, and that was it for probably two days. Oh my god! Because usually, like my mom is brilliant. My mom and dad are so good, and they will take the kids anytime. But 
I have like younger sisters who are always like, oh, well, we'll just come over and stay in the house like while you're out and we'll get pizza with girls. But means they're still there the next day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> away from me. So the next day I'm like, somebody please. Yeah. Make the pancake batter, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's better when they're not in the house. It when is you better. Come back. And you can, do you know what I find? You can get up in the morning, have a shower, even brush your get hair. Get yourself together. To put on a bit of makeup so yeah. you look brush normal. Your hair. Get yourself together. Get like, yourself together. Before you... Or I would have been like you before. Like, I would have had a hangover and I wouldn't have showered for nearly two days. I would have been like, I'm just going to wallow in this, like, alcohol that's seeping out of my body. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I was the same. Yeah, but now I'm like, no, get this. Like, I get just need off to, me. Off yeah. me. I need to wash and to be clean. Like, lately, Nothing I've happened. been doing yes. very productive things and I'm hungover. I'm going Welcome to my world. Who was your favourite teacher in school? Who is my favourite teacher? This probably is going to be a bit of an unpopular opinion. But I loved Miss Nocton because I thought she loved was a Miss Nocton. She was a good teacher. Very good. I loved her. Thought she was great. I think that you like the teachers that you respect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She, she was the one and that I demanded was, your respect. I was quite good at math and she was so good at teaching it. Teaching it. Um, but also you have to enjoy what they teach. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big part of it. And then I don't, I, no other teacher really. Miss Foley. Like old Miss Foley. Old Miss Foley, maybe. Yeah. Never had a, like, I had young Miss Foley. I don't know. We kind of had a little bit of a bond. But that's mainly because I never wanted to do pee. And she'd let me just like call the roll. <laughs> that was your pee for today, Natasha. <laughs> call that roll out. You're doing such a good job. I actually hate or it. Or take the money if we were going to. Oh, I hate it. Do you fucking pay? <laughs> yeah, do you? Who is your favourite teacher? My favourite teacher. Miss McKenna. Wow. People loved her. So Miss McKenna never had her. You know who my favourite teacher is? Very passionate. It was either Miss McGuinness or... um, Is this the English teacher? I like Miss McGuinness as well. I actually really liked her. We end our podcast with the tip of the day. Oh, tip of the day. Yeah. Don't shit in your own doorstep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's the first tip. Um, Tip of the day. Always educate yourself. I know that sounds actually a bit deep for me. Yeah, no, but, but we are deep. Yeah. Uh, We're so deep. Yeah. Keep learning. Yeah. And as, as much as you can learn as a person and educate yourself. About yourself too. About yourself and about others. And that's, I think that's important. Like, I feel like I'm always learning. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's good. Even it's a, a good skill. way to be. Even it's a, a bad skill. day if you're not learning something new. Well, there you go. That's right. Even if it's making candles or making baby gifts or whatever. Or putting the candles. Or making babies. <laughs> or making babies. Or making babies. Educate yeah. yourself yeah. On, yeah. on how to make things. Yes, exactly. Okay. Or how to... And how believe to in yourself skills. would yes. be my tip of the day. Believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. Good tip. So... Bye bye. Bye. Did you enjoy being on a podcast? That was so much fun.